So for, for this next meditation, I'd like to just give a little instruction on, or a little guidance on uh, cultivating compassion. So there may well be many people here who've already cultivated it to a large degree through your life situations. And certainly that was my learning of compassion was through, through recognizing my own suffering, the suffering that arose in my own life. And then noticing others experiencing the same suffering as myself. And it could be even just kind of little things like doing something really stupid and feeling embarrassed about it, people noticing. It could be even just little things and then seeing somebody else do that and they're trying to cover it up or pretend it didn't happen and then a sense of compassion would arise because I know what it feels like. So, or it might be also with, uh, you, may, you may be taking care of somebody who's sick, taking care of old parents, and you know, just recognizing this is, this is what happens to a human body. Just as my body gets sick, you know, this, the bodies of others get sick. And at, you know, at some point we have to let go of this body. And uh, certainly if you're with someone who's struggling with that, who hasn't come to terms with that fact that this body has to be let go of, can just bring up a lot of compassion. It can be a very, very difficult, painful experience and you just can't help feeling compassion for that person. So life itself can, can bring us many teachings. And you know, when we really connect with our own fallibility and our own suffering, our own difficulties, then it becomes much easier to have a sense of compassion for others. So I want to be clear, compassion isn't some kind of aloof, you know, pity, looking down on those poor people, I'm, I'm so fortunate and those poor people. It's actually, it's got more of a sense of empathy, connection in, and uh, mutual understanding. So let's first of all just come into the body, connect with our own presence, our own being. really honestly meet ourselves in this moment as we are. And unless you find when you turn to meet yourself, you find the, you know, if you find the perfect person, everything you've always wanted to be, <laughs> then you may have to work a little bit harder at this practice, this meditation. <laughs> but if you find, when you turn to look at yourself, parts that you kind of rather wish were a bit different and you wish you didn't have or you wish you had more of, and if you find when you turn to meet yourself, certain regrets, things that you've done in your life, 
or that have happened to you. You might, you might meet any or all of these things. So as you turn and be present with yourself as you are this moment, see if you can bring a sense of compassion, acceptance for this fallible sentient being. This human being who is imperfect. I like to think of us as being perfectly imperfect, all of us. It is how we're meant to be. We are we are like that as human beings. This is why it's a good realm to learn from. So just coming back to meet the good, the strong, the beautiful, the clear, the confused, the small, the fearful, the reticent, the angry, whatever it is, all of those elements of ourselves. Just turning our attention in and meeting this with real honesty and compassion. Now I'd like you to bring to mind a situation in the world. It might be something that's close in your life, or it might be something in another country, something you, you know about or read about or have some connection with. But something that actually that really matters to you, something that, that, that you, you feel for. So it could be the environment, it could be the polar bears, on the North Pole, it could be a, a child suckling at a, an empty breast, it could be well, a very long list of could-be's. So bring to mind what, and to heart, and what most resonates for you. Thinking of the broad situation.
And bring to mind one person who is involved in this. So it's probably, it might be that you know someone, or it might be just that you have, you can bring to mind. So for myself, what, what first comes to mind is the, the sex slave trade, children, girls being sold off into prostitution. So I don't know any of these girls personally, but I can bring to mind, just bring to mind one person and how it might be for that one person to be taken from their home, taken into a, a brothel and have to work many hours a day, maybe get no money for it, get sick, in order to try and support their family, you know, desperate, pretty desperate situation. So you might have a very different story that resonates for you. Just bring to mind one person, or one animal, one creature, if, it's a, if that's more relevant. And just bring to mind that person as though they're with you now, or that creature. And they can share their suffering with you. You can listen to them. And as you breathe while you're listening, just to say in your mind, have the intention in your heart, may you be well. You might want to say, may you be well, sister, may you be well, brother, may you be free from all suffering. So you're receiving the suffering of that person, listening, taking it in. And with each breath, may you be well may be free from all suffering. So we're opening our hearts, allowing ourselves to feel the pain of another. And meeting that with love, rather than with fear or aversion. Making the heart big enough to receive the suffering of another.
So it can be when we turn and look at the troubles in the world, we're almost afraid to do so because it can be heartbreaking. But if we can just focus on just one thing, one situation, and let it open our heart, and even let it break our heart, we find that we have a greater capacity. Find that our hearts grow strong, open. So taking in just a drop of the suffering of the world. And that compassion that can arise through really connecting with one person, one situation, arises in the heart. Let that spread out. So recognizing our own suffering, it's not as though we're coming from a place of, you know, not superior to, to uh, what we're meeting, we're part of it. So from this fallible human being sitting here, letting compassion slowly spread out. Like a balm. Think of it as bathing going out and bathing, bathing suffering beings. And if you feel pain in their body, you can also use this as a means to connect. So the pain in my knee is shared as part of the pain in other knees in this room. And the physical pain we might experience, you know, let that be, let your minds, instead of contracting around it, recognize that this is, this is how it is. 
sentient beings experience painful feeling, experience pain in the body. So my pain is the same as the pain of another. Maybe, maybe less, actually. So this can also can let this develop compassion in the heart. Compassion for this being, sitting here, this body, its limitations. And compassion for all, all beings who are experiencing physical pain, discomfort. Let it connect you. If you're feeling grief, or sense of loneliness, this can be a door to connection, interconnection. we can really meet it with honesty. So letting the heart open to the pains of the world. Remembering to meet this with love, with compassion. So it's not about getting bogged down, depressed, and feeling hopeless, but about transforming the mind 
So meeting suffering with real honesty and allowing that to open our hearts. I was recently um, speaking with a Tibetan nun and on her shrine she had a picture of a monk, a Tibetan monk, who had been through many, many years of prison, imprisonment in Tibet. And he would, she said he would share the stories of his imprisonment with his students. She was one of his students. And uh, she was in the Tibetan tradition, but she's actually an American. So she said she, he would tell these stories to his Western students and they would all be so horrified at the things he would tell them. And she said he was very radiant and he would say, oh, oh no, it was okay, it was okay. I just get on with my practice. Yeah. <laughs> I just have time for practice and, you know, it was okay. <clears throat> and then, but then he would say, but the Chinese, you know, he was really, really troubled at the Chinese, what they were doing, the, the, the people who were imprisoning them. He was really, really concerned for their well-being because he understood that those people were, were making very harmful, very heavy karma. And how he was meeting it was, you know, this is an opportunity for practice. This is an opportunity for developing compassion, patience, letting go. It was very beautiful to him. And, and the photograph of him, he's a very radiant, joyful looking man. So. You know, we've, we all have the capacity to be perpetrators, and we all have the capacity to be those who transform. This is how we choose to use our minds. We can be victims, we can be perpetrators, or we can be those who are on the path to awakening, transforming what we meet in our life in the world. So this monk, he was far from being a victim, even though he'd been in prison for many years. He was a practitioner. He, was a, he transformed suffering into freedom from suffering. This is something we all have the capacity to do. So, you know, we have these little sufferings on this retreat, painful knees and memories that come up, and too hot, too cold, all of that. So we can use this you know, as a means to open our hearts. So we live in San Francisco, and I'm always aware of the many homeless people who live there. So if, you, if you're cold, can think about, well, there's probably a lot of people sleeping outside under the trees in Gungate Park or on the streets under 
some doorway. You can just use use your experience to connect and interconnect and develop a sense of compassion. The first time I went to India in uh, 2002, we were so started off in the south and we moved to the north. And when we were when we were in the south, we were hearing about in the north where we were about to go to, people were dying on the streets from the cold in Varanasi. And then later, when we were in the north, we were hearing about people in the south dying on the streets from the heat. So uh, here we have also some extremes of temperature, but in this climate it's never that extreme. So can you can develop a bit of endurance and like we were saying, we do what we can to make the conditions comfortable. But at a certain point we have to just get on with life as it is. So we have this opportunity to use this life, this experience to transform the heart and the mind. And when you think in this way, it's also very natural that a sense of gratitude starts to arise for the, for the little things, the little comforts. Connections for the, for the good fortune. So, letting the mind be big enough to receive it all, letting the heart be big enough to receive it all. And we don't have to be burdened, we don't have to carry it around in a big sack on our back. We can receive and let go, or receive and respond. Let it inform how we live. If these last few minutes of the meditation, just really allowing your attention to be with the heart, the open heart. <laughs> 